You're listening to Small Business Wife, where our goal is to empower, edify, and equip all you small business owning wives. If you're looking for a community of like-minded people to support you along this journey, you're in the right place. Join us every week as we dig into the realities of business owning as a family. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm super, super excited. Uh, I am Amanda Hampaugh and I'm here with my best friend, Emily Brignola. Hey team. Hey. Yeah. So we're super excited um, about this week's podcast. It's something that I think both of us have kind of like just had kind of burning in our our hearts for a couple of weeks now Mm -hmm. um, because it's something that we're seeing a lot of, you know what I mean? Um, It's really interesting. And from my perspective, just uh, a being a business owner who just came out of a 2020 global pandemic Mm -hmm. and profitable and all of that stuff. um, And just even kind of like rehashing through like, what are the things that got us through that season? And I think um, the ideas that we're going to kind of talk about today are going to be, they can kind of transcend beyond even business owning Mm -hmm. in your life. You know what I mean? Um, And so uh, it's going to be Kind of a little bit of a punch in the gut. This isn't going to be necessarily always that like touchy feely, like feel good, like podcast, um, but it's going to be really, really good. Um, And so, yeah, I'll let Emily kind of chat about like her heart behind it. And then we'll get really into what we're calling. Everybody wants a small business, but nobody wants the five years trying. Yes. So um, there, it's really interesting. I, I love that like mine and Amanda's journeys and like the places we're at in our journey are so different mm-hmm. because Amanda's coming at this from, you know, the years and years of business owning and sacrifice and like knowing exactly what it takes to put into not just one small business, but multiple to make them yeah. profitable and, and be able to, you know, create this life that you want. And I'm just starting out. So (laughs) um, coming at it from more of the perspective of, okay, well, I want to have, you know, I have my own business. I want to be fully self-employed and, you know, I want to do all these things. I have this vision for our lives. And so what is it actually going to take to get there and kind of planning that out? And so um, that's really, I'm super excited to to just talk about this um, today because I think that these uh, principles that we're going to go over, I mean, these are the things that um, Amanda has seen over the last couple of years have like, I mean, they've really determined success versus, um, I don't want to say failure, but yeah, trying something, moving on <laughs> to a different right. season. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I'm looking at these and saying, okay, well, this is exactly what I have to do to get to yeah. the life that, yeah. that we want to create. So absolutely. Um, and the idea of this is like, it's not, um, like our goal at the end of the day is for there to be more business owning wives and business owning couples. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to like hear this message and to be like, well, I just can't do it then. Mm -hmm. Um, The goal is to take these principles, these ideas and like, and then take your business and go, okay, how do I do these things Mm -hmm. and make it so that my business lasts past five years? You know what I mean? Um, Emily is a bookkeeper and she's been working alongside small businesses and she sees like 90% of small businesses, if they're going to fail, will fail before the five-year mark. Absolutely. And, um, and that's kind of like the idea that we're kind of coming from is like, uh, from this perspective of like, 
like even just for me personally, like with like my, my journey with Darby, um, my husband is like, you guys get to know him and see him throughout the Facebook groups and stuff like that. You'll learn. He's a very passionate vision oriented type guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, obviously being terrified, getting into business owning, all of that stuff, um, not even knowing what business owning meant, what it takes. And so my level of expectation of what we were supposed to have and how many things we were supposed to accomplish was like way different than Darby's. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so that's kind of the ideas. And so, um, you know, to not like really rabbit trail off, we'll kind of get into it and then I'm sure we'll rabbit trail throughout because that's what we do. Um, but yeah. And so, um, I'll say the four things and then we'll kind of unpack them. I think is probably the best way to do it. Sure. Um, it's kind of from this mindset to me, like I literally said it right before the podcast. I was like, Oh yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, it's like you're, you're in a car, like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And you're on the starting line and you have all of this excitement, you know, on the other side of the finish line is like everything that you want. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I was like, but there's a, there's a mindset that goes into driving the car. Mm -hmm. There's a mindset that goes into what it takes to win. Mm -hmm. And, um, and those different types of things. And that's literally what I feel like is the, like the crux of all of this stuff is like, um, it's kind of like you're sitting on the starting line and you're watching the lights go down and you're like, okay, it's time to get ready and it's time to set and then we're going to go. Yeah. Um, and I think um, m- my husband would tell you there's two different principles in starting your business, right? Like I would say, yes, ready, set, go. Like set the date mm-hmm. and then work towards the date because that's safe. Darby would say, jump off the cliff yep. and you'll figure it out when you're falling. Like, you know what I mean? And that neither, like... To be honest with you, I don't think there's wrong in either because you're mm-hmm. both, you're both, both ways you're forced right. to do all of these steps, right? Because mm-hmm. if you jump off the cliff, you better know how the heck you're going to like survive the jump off, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, but if you're ready, set, go, you get to do it beforehand. And mm-hmm. like, um, uh, so today we're actually more talking more specifically towards this like ready, set, go type mentality. Um, of like, uh, what it means to set expectations. How do you set expectations? How do you do all of that? So the, the four key words today are, um, vision, discipline, sacrifice, and then hustle. Mm -hmm. Um, and those are the different things we're going to kind of unpack and we're going to hopefully do it in a short amount of time and give you guys some action items and some punchlines and you'll be like, yeah, that was good. (laughs) And like, or you'll be like, or you'll be like, I hate you both. And I'll be like, it's okay. You'll learn to love us because mm-hmm. it's truth. If you hate us, it's because <laughs> something was triggered that you should maybe think yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So um, the first one that we want to talk about is having a vision and um, allowing that vision to kind of carry you through um, all of those years of struggle that you're going to come up against. And I think it's not to say that like you're definitely going to struggle. There are definitely outliers of people who, you know, they've built their business and are successful in the first three months. But honestly, that's, those are outliers. It's not the typical business owner story. And I think we can get frustrated when you get to the end of your first year and you have been working so hard and hustling so hard and you kind of lose track of the vision and lose track of the motivation of why did you get started? Where are you even going in it's really easy to get lost in all of that when yeah. you're your own CEO and marketer and bookkeeper and operations person and you're running classes and making mm-hmm. product and, you know, opening and closing your own yeah. store. And you're caught up in the middle of the thousands of things you have to do that you kind of forget where you're going. So setting a vision is obviously yeah. super key to to last the long haul versus 
uh, short term. But yeah, and I think um, like I think the big key, especially with vision, for people who are in my shoes, who are like we're terrified, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you have somebody like being married to my husband, who is this crazy visionary, like he just like he is, like he's the jump off the cliff, like he's a risk taker, and that's just who he is. Like basically, our journey with like this whole thing was him literally strapping a rope around my waist and jumping off and saying, "Hey, babe." Build us a parachute, (laughs) like build us a parachute while we go down. Right. And so like the only reason that I'm even able to get behind that idea is because Darby has a very clear and concise vision. Mm -hmm. Like he knows exactly where he sees our business in five years. And not only that, he can communicate it to people Mm -hmm. that he needs on his team. You know what I mean? He can say, babe, I want the client to walk in and I want it to feel like this. And like, and he'll list it all out. And my job as his wife, who does all of our systems and everything like that is to go, okay, this is how we do that. You know what I mean? And the only way that we can honestly do that is by having the vision, right? Mm -hmm. So you kind of set yourself up you look at this vision and like, and what I love about Darby and obviously like, I mean, Emily will tell you too, like when you sit into a room with Darby and you just let him go, like, you're like, let's do all the things. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Cause he's like, I'm pumped, like, let's do like, it. Yeah. Like even like, even when he sits in like se- sessions about this stuff, mm-hmm. like even though like we're like at the, at the helm, he's just like, but you guys could do this and mm-hmm. this and this, but it's true. We can. Um, and we will, but, uh, But I feel like that's like the key is like what gets people past the fear is knowing a what the vision is and knowing that we're capable of making the vision happen. Mm -hmm. But you don't even know that you're capable of making the vision happen if you don't have a vision. Right. Absolutely. Um, And so the the super easy tool that we've always used, there's two tools like that. I'll you know, we'll put some links or something Mm -hmm. like that to Amazon for us. Um was the book Vivid Vision. I can't remember the name of the author and I should know it. But I have it on my phone right here. Yeah. Um, is the book Vivid Vision. And basically this like this is what he talks about is take your business three years out. Like clear your head, take your business three years out, and then work through every aspect of your business on what you want it to look like, how you want it to be run, the systems that would need to be in place, all of those different things. And then write it all out. Mm-hmm. And whoever is on any type of team with you, hand them that notebook, hand them that piece of paper, let them read it, let them seep into the vision. Cause you, I can tell you guys, like if you were to ever walk into our gym, it is literally the exact same things that I would talk about with Emily years ago. Mm-hmm. Like everything from the feel to like, to like what our people say when they walk in our gym mm-hmm. to like the client, like retention type stuff to the classes we have now um, are all like from journals and journals and journals. You know what I mean? That Darby had of like, this is what we want with hand pump martial arts, yeah. you know? Um, so the vivid vision, just if you're like looking it up on your phone right now is uh, from uh, Cameron Harold. Cameron Harold yes. is the author of vivid vision. And that is a fantastic tool. I mean, I don't know if you, um, aren't a reader, then honestly, I would say download the audiobook yeah. because resourcing mm-hmm. yourself is going to be super key in this journey because you just don't know what you don't know until you learn it. And yeah. so there's so many people who are fantastic at so many different aspects of, of business that have written books and are they're out there for you to learn from. You don't have to take a class. You can yeah. do this in your free time. Like if you're not a reader, download the audiobook. Mm-hmm. Like Get yourself resourced so that you as a business owner and an individual can grow so you can grow your business. That's 
just an aside there. But yeah, no, having a vision and like knowing where you want to go, knowing if you have like a brick and mortar um, service business, if you have a brick and mortar store where you sell a product, um, or if you're just a, you know, remote service oriented person, kind of like I am, having a vision for who you want to serve, how you want your clients to feel, knowing what you want, not just your life to look like, but also your business to look like. Yeah, that's good. Is so key and so important because it's going to determine everything that you do. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to take on clients who have more than five employees. I'm probably, I'm just not going to do it because those aren't my people. (laughs) Like blessings on you and your family and your business. If that's you, I can refer you to so many other good people who can take care of you. Yeah. But that's not who I am passionate about. I'm passionate about small business. You're just starting out. You are growing. You're building your team. Like those are the people that I want to resource and help and uplift. Yeah. And so I'm not going to take on bigger clients, honestly, mm-hmm. even though maybe they could pay me more. I don't know. But <laughs> regardless, they they're not my people. And yeah. I, knowing who your people are, knowing who mm-hmm. your ideal client is and who you really want to serve is going to determine how you start off. Yeah. And like, I know that I want to have a business that I'm me, myself, any employees that I hire on in the future, we're not just your bookkeeper. We're the person you call, hopefully not at two in the morning, but like (laughs) super late at night when you're freaking out about how you you have this giant dream and you want to do this thing and you're just not sure how to make it happen. And we can talk you down off of a cliff and say, Hey, listen, you can do it. I know your books. I know your heart. I know your vision. And I'm going to help you get there. And, you know, those are my people. That's who I want anybody that I hire to be like. And so I'm not going to just hire on any bookkeeper who, you know, has been in accounting for whatever, however many years, who's interested in getting the job done and getting out. I'm going to hire somebody who genuinely cares about people and genuinely wants to help them and will pick up their phone probably too late at night (laughs) to talk you through that, you know? And so your vision determines everything. And I wish that we could give you like a step-by-step process of like, this is how you determine your vision, but we'll give you resources so that you can do that for for yourself. And and for real. And maybe like, maybe what we'll do over the next course is like, we'll kind of like intro this idea Mm -hmm. and then maybe we'll do more detailed like podcasts over the next couple of weeks. Um, And maybe even that is one that maybe... Um, having Darby kind of come in and chat about the ideas of how he sets vision and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I would say for a very practical side of like, if you're in my shoes um, and you're going, how do I help my spouse? Like he has Mm -hmm. this crazy idea and how do I help my anxiety in the process? Right. It's going, okay, ask that question. Babe, where do you see this business in five years? Mm -hmm. Not to like crush your spirits, but I want to get behind what you see. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that idea and that idea in itself, like, let me help you is a huge, huge thing um, that will help like uh, your spouse, you know what I mean? On that front, for sure. Um, And so I would say that would be like my key, like questions, like very practical one liner, like, hey, how can I help you do this? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I'm sure you have like a practical, like, tasks that they could do on your end of things of like okay yeah. well and you kind of just talked about it right yeah. <laughs> and you're like oh this is what I did I mean oh, what are you doing um, <laughs> it's, fine. <laughs> it's fine um but yeah and I think from there is then like as they start casting that vision what I used to do with Darby 
let's go straight into the next step, right? Mm -hmm. What I used to do with Darby is I'd say, just tell me it all. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and now we kind of do it like branch by branch in our business, right? Like we look at every system and then we do this, this type of practice. Um, and then I go, okay, tell me it all. And then what I do is I sit with a whiteboard and I write down the key things that I hear. Yeah. I was like, okay, we need an appointment setter. We need sales. We need mm-hmm. coaches. We need this. We need this, right? Um, and then... Um, for me, this is part of that set idea. This is part of like the discipline and the sacrifice, right? Is the idea of like, okay, how do I get there at this point? You know what I mean? That's five years down the road. What am I doing today? What am I doing this year? What am I doing three years from now Mm -hmm. to get to that point? Um, and the tool that I use the most because it was very practical was the passion planner. And obviously we'll have a link up for that too. And it does this whole concept that I'm talking about mm-hmm. is it says, okay, take your five-year vision, break it down to one year, break it down to six months, break it down to three months, break it down to a month. And then even if you want to, we can talk about daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like for me, because I'm very structure oriented, that's what I need is like, I may not be able to control my outcome of like what's happening in my world. You know what I mean? but I can control today, like mm-hmm. in a, in a little bit sense. So, you know what I mean? There's obviously room for error and there definitely was a lot of error. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trial and error. Cause it's true. But what that forced me to do was to set up disciplines because mm-hmm. I needed to know what got our business where it is was five to seven years of small disciplines every single day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A thousand percent. Like it wasn't like we just woke up one day Uh, like five years after we started things and went, oh my gosh, we just have this magical gym. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It just happened. It just happened. (laughs) And it's funny though, because like in the martial arts industry, I'm even learning, like just to be real, it's very common for people to be like, oh, I just get on the mats and I coach and people love me and then they pay me money and that's it. That's all I do. And I'm like, there's so much more to your business (laughs) and it freaks me out and so it terrifies me you know what I mean and so like I'm like guys and like and I'm not perfect like I'll be the first person to tell you like we've spent lots of monies on on um, business mentors on coaches for our business because I literally in the moments that I was like I don't know what to do there's probably somebody out there who's already done it Mm -hmm. and they can at least give me the disciplines that I need to do right now to get my point, my business to like a year from now, you know what I mean? Um, and so for me, it's like, that's like, I like, it's like, it's not a cocky thing. It's just like, it's so passion in my heart because I think what happens is like, I do feel like a lot of these younger entrepreneurs right now, especially in younger age groups, that's literally what they want. They like, Mm -hmm. they, they have like a world of Facebook and Google and all of this stuff where like, boom, you like, you search something and it's instantly like to you, right? Mm -hmm. It's that instant gratification. And I'm going, you guys don't even know what patience means. Like you guys don't even know what delayed gratification is like that. You think literally that you're just going to put posts out on social media and they're just going to come trampling in like these, Mm -hmm. these things and your business is going to be booming in a year. Yeah. And I'm like what are you doing right now? Like, how are you building that following? And it's like, and it's not like a frustrating thing. It's like, let's at least like take our expectations, right. And go five, mm-hmm. like three, three months out even. And then maybe, and yeah. then like, and then realize like, as you do research and all these things, like you're going to see the disciplines, right. Mm-hmm. For Darby, it was like not despising humble beginnings and getting on the mat every single time. And it was, 
us like literally being the people to get on our phones and set the appointments when we didn't have appointment setters. Mm -hmm. It was us like literally um, getting up every single morning and setting our entire schedules up so that we could go to work, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. in our pajamas. Like, I mean, not even in our pajamas, like even one of our disciplines was dressing like we're going to a job while we worked from home. You know what I mean? Um, To get that, you know what I mean? Darby worked um, for the the uh the business that we landed the big contract with you know what I mean so like we weren't shy from work you know mm-hmm. what I mean and work in that respect is the disciplines right mm-hmm. that's just yeah. I get passionate about this idea because <laughs> it's just I was like we literally couldn't be here without like and I was like, and I'll be real Darby's way more disciplined than I am Darby's like okay cool I'll go do that and I'm like but these things mm-hmm. like, you know, I like my comfort and I like those things. But in order for me to have the life that I have, I have to work my tail off the way that I need to, to get there, you yeah. know, for sure. I mean, what, what I'm doing right now, because like I've mentioned before, like I'm recently, mm-hmm. um, fully self-employed, um, is I have to set boundaries, not just like knowing what I have to do throughout the day so that I can make that 1% progress, but setting boundaries of like because I'm working from home and because I'm working on a business that, I mean, there's a ton of stuff to do, but it's not really defined. Like there's not really a step-by-step process of first you do this and then you do this and then you have a successful business. So my boundaries are, okay, I'm working from home. Mm -hmm. The last time that I tried working from home, I worked for a few hours in the morning and then I turned on the TV so I could have some background noise and then I watched TV the rest of the day. And it's super easy to get distracted when you're at home with all the things that you've got to do or all the things maybe that you don't want to do. Right. For real. <laughs> so like my boundaries in order to remain disciplined are during the day, I have a set time that I'm going to get up and that is the time that I wake up. And if mm-hmm. I'm not up by that time, my husband gets me up at that time. Yeah. And I have a schedule. Okay. From this time to this time, I'm working on, you know, bookkeeping for the clients that I have from this time to this time. I'm working on social media. But when I'm on social media throughout the day and the time that I'm working, I'm not allowed to look at my personal social media, only the business social medias. And if I'm going to be reading something throughout the day because I've got a little bit of extra time and I finished a task early, then it's going to be something that is relevant to one or the other of the businesses that I'm working Mm -hmm. on. And, you know, setting those boundaries, it helps me to remain disciplined. It helps me to not get distracted And it helps me to focus on the things that I know I need to focus on. And just frankly speaking, like, I mean, I have a a few chronic illnesses. And so, like, I can't just work 60 hours a week. Yeah. I have to be disciplined. Or, you know, my body will be very upset with (laughs) me and I won't be able to work. And so you have to, I mean, whether you're, you know, we have chronic illnesses or you have a bunch of small children at home that Mm -hmm. demand your time and attention. Like you have other things in your life that you need to give attention to. Everybody does. And so what are those boundaries that you have to set so that you can remain focused and remain disciplined? What are the five things that you can do in the morning to help Mm -hmm. set you up to win throughout the day? Do you need to set a schedule for yourself? Do you need to you know, get a business coach like Amanda Mm -hmm. was talking about to help you point out the things that you need to be disciplined. And if you have absolutely no idea where to start, what are some things that you can do every day to help you focus on what you need to focus on? Because I mean, the reality is like Amanda was talking about in the beginning of the podcast, like 
most small businesses fail within Mm -hmm. the first five years. Or maybe not even fail, but you decide, hey, I don't want to be a small business owner because this is way harder than I anticipated (laughs) it to be. And I'm just going to go get a W-2 job. Yeah. You know, so what are the things that you can do to set yourself up so that you're not in that giant percentage of people whose businesses fail? And now we get to go to one of my favorite Mm -hmm. subjects. This is your sweet spot. This is my sweet spot because this is like the epitome of Darby and I's life. So we're going to talk about the sacrifices to get where you're going. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not always the biggest fan of like Dave Ramsey. I mean, I'd like some of his principles, right? Um, And I'm I'm sure. (laughs) But what I love his mindset on the front of you live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later. Yes. And I fully wholeheartedly believe in that idea for businesses. Like, um, like I was recently talking to a friend, um, about her starting her business. Um, and not even like her starting her business. She's pretty well established actually, like in a couple of years in and stuff like that. And it's more, they're at like the crux of like where Darby and I were when I decided to leave nine to five full time Mm -hmm. and come help alongside our businesses. And I was just talking through that idea of, um, how do you make that decision? Right. Um, which that in itself is going to be a whole nother episode because like, that's (laughs) like, that was like, I mean, discussions after discussions after discussions. Right. But it was just under this idea of like, instead of saying, Oh no, I don't need that. Like, or, Oh no, I need that. Like, you know what I mean? Looking at everything that we had in our house and all this stuff, like, I'd be like, oh, but I need that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, because we held securities, right? And like, and our definition of security is different from person to person. And I was telling her, I was like, that year for me, like was, which is, was like 2016. Um, that year for me was like this idea of wrestling over this idea of like, what is want versus need, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would tell, like Darby would be like, oh, we could do this. And I'd be like, yeah, but we need this thing. And he'd be like, no, we don't. And I was like, but yes, we do. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, we don't. And literally, and it, and it became part of this idea of like this ongoing conversation Darby and I would constantly have, right? And so we would get into business, which is why we probably needed a flight of beers in front of us yes. because he was making me give up a lot. And like, because um, Darby was, came from an upbringing of like, he didn't have a whole lot. And even I didn't have a whole lot, but my mom was, I mean, my mom was a, boss lady, single mom, you know what I mean? Like she had her crap together and I, and she's going to listen to this and I'm going to just say, mom, you're awesome a thousand times because (laughs) you are. But, uh, but yeah, it's this whole idea of like, now I get passionate about it. Now I listen to people literally ask or say, oh, but we have to make this amount of money right now. And I'm like, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. But we, but we have a house and we have this. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You do have a house in this, but we could go down to one vehicle. Mm -hmm. You could. A thousand percent. I did it for four years. You can go down one vehicle and have two kids under the age of five. They, but then when you start talking about those ideas, they get, they get terrified oh, yeah. because they're like, no, 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 no. No, like, I, like our life is crazier. Like, we, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, it's not. It's literally the idea that you have this security that you think you hold on to and that mm-hmm. it's yours and you don't need it. And yeah. so like, and I'm like, what, like, that's why, like, it, that's why it's like so important, like so important to have that vision that sees past five years, because every time I would get into that mindset with our businesses, Darby would be like, but do we want that life? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I don't know. And he'd be like, okay, well, let me paint the picture for you again. And he would paint the vision again. And he would say, and look, we're doing all these disciplines and we're seeing all these cool things that are happening as be, as we're doing the disciplines. And then he'd go, he'd be like, do we want it bad enough? And I'd be like, 
Yeah, we do. Okay. <laughs> I don't need the iPhone 12. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, like, I was like, I think right now I have the iPhone 8 and I'm being stubborn right now because the payment's supposed to be done on it in October. And I know that, I know that Apple is trying to get me to upgrade and I'm refusing to do it mm-hmm. because I'm like, no, I don't need the iPhone 12. <laughs> and so I'm like, and they're like, even though like, those are this like funny things, but it's like, but I'm at least that stubborn. Right. But even for me in general with like, like recently, like one of the biggest things that's been like such the coolest idea for us has been, um, we just bought like one of our first vehicles cash. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been always a dream of mine to like, just walk into a place with the money in hand and just walk out with a vehicle. Um, and such a dream that I like put it on vision boards. Like was, I was like, and I told Darby, I was like, this is how I know our business is where it is. Because if I can grab this amount of money out of my bank account and go buy a vehicle, like we've had enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like when I would have those moments of like freaking out, like Darby would be like, Hey, do you still want to buy the car cash? Cause we can do that. And it just might be two years from now. Are you mm-hmm. okay? Like if we never own a house, but you get to buy the car cash or we get to travel all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? And so it's just this mindset shift, right? That yeah. changes. And so like when we had that talk, like in like 2016, yeah, that was the year, like that was the year we sold Darby's truck with the idea that we would go down to one vehicle and we would do whatever it took to get to the, the gym, to the place where we could eventually buy the car cash, Right. Um, and it wasn't, to be honest, I thought it was going to be by 2018. And the reality is, is life just goes a little bit more intensely. And it wasn't until this past year that we just actually finally bought the car cash, but I don't regret any of those sacrifices we made. You know what I mean? And so, um, that's like, I get super passionate about it because I'm like, Oh, like you guys just, there's so many things that we think we need, but we don't. Mm -hmm. It's, you want it because it's like whatever your definition is. And so like, um, yeah. So like, that's like where the sacrifices happen. And what I love about Emily's aspect of this is like, I would be like, we would be on phone calls and I'd be going, Darby's asking me to give this up. And she'd be like, okay, let's look at your budget and figure out all these 5,000 things that you actually really don't need. And maybe you can even afford this thing you want, but you're paying for all these other things that you don't need. You know what I mean? And so that yeah, mean nothing to you that you can cut out <laughs> right? super easily. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nick and I, we've been doing that for years before we even, like, started thinking about small business owning because we wanted to retire young. Yeah. And I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And, Uh I mean, there's just, you just can't do everything, you know? We can't travel all the time and live off of one income. We can't have a giant house with a pool in the back and have me be a stay-at-home mom. And so, like getting down to realizing what actually is important to you and why it's important to you because it's important to me that my husband and I have a date night every week. It's important because I want to spend time with him, but I don't want to have date night at home because (laughs) I frankly do not want to cook another night. I don't want to work. And all the wives said, yes, (laughs) you all understand what I'm talking about. And so when our finances were a little bit tight we talked about it. He said, well, maybe we just have date night at home. And I said, no, I don't want to have date night at home. And he got a little bit frustrated with me, mm-hmm. honestly. And I had to explain to him, it's not that I need to spend money going out. Yeah. It's that I need to not cook another meal. Yeah. When he understood that, oh, okay, fine. Well, then what if I cook 
date nights. That's awesome. Like, yeah, what if you did cook on date nights? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't we do that? <laughs> so, but it's not just seeing like, okay, well, what's important to you? If something feels important to you and like you can't possibly give it up, maybe start examining why that is yeah because it could have been easy for me to stop and be like no it's important for me that we go out to eat Mm -hmm. but it wasn't important that we go out to eat it was important that there was one night that I could just take off yeah and not have to worry about cooking dinner and really taking the time to like dig into well I absolutely we cannot go down to two cars well why can't you go down to two cars Mm -hmm. well because we need to go all these places but do you need to or do you feel concerned that maybe you're going to feel trapped in your yeah, house. Yeah, 100% because that was a battle. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to require sacrifice. Like yeah. you can't have it all. You can't mm-hmm. have all of the things no. immediately and also give up nothing. It's yeah. going to require you to give up some things. But yeah. And to be honest, like you'll learn in like the seasons of sacrifice, like she brought up, like you don't want to go down to one vehicle because you're afraid you're going to be trapped in your house. And the reality of the situation is, is like, that's probably something you should talk to your husband about anyways, your spouse yeah. anyways, because if you're not talking about that, then it's going to get amplified in your business down the road anyways. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, I am like, I will die on the mountain of like your business amplifies your personal issues. Oh yeah. And so if you have a hard time with security, you're going to see it in your business. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a hard time trusting your husband to like help you and come alongside your vision, you're going to see it in your business. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, um, and, like, we've seen the, like, ins and outs and the gross stuff and the ugly stuff come out. And it then flesh out onto our clients on accident. Because that's just what business does. Like, mm-hmm. you put everything that you are into your business. And so, like, and I go, hey, if you're not willing to, like, choose between, like, the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 12, what's that going to look like in your business? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Are you going to like overspend on the stellar things and all the cool things and then realize like 10 years down the road, like when you're in debt, that you really didn't even need that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those are the type of things that I'm like, ah, like what can you sacrifice right now? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because I can tell you what my life is teaching me now is you do get it back tenfold and you're more gracious. Like you have more gratitude for what you have Mm -hmm. here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I didn't go out and buy No, I didn't go out and buy, like, a 2021, like, truck. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I wanted to. We bought a 2012 Subaru Forester, and I got super excited about that being the car that we spent, you know, cash on. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know what I mean? I was like, I don't need the brand-new vehicle. Right. I need something that can fit all of of my family and do the travel stuff that we want. Mm -hmm. Cool. Let's go get that. Like, you know what I mean? And you save a lot more money. That's, like, at least – at least saving me 15 grand mm-hmm. <laughs> because like of that mindset shift over the last few years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now it's like a really passionate point and it gets me so excited. Yes. Yeah, so the last point, so we did vision, discipline, sacrifice. And the last one is hustle. Yeah. And this really, I think honestly goes along to with like the discipline and the sacrifice mm-hmm. because like you won't hustle if you don't have the vision. Oh, no. You won't hustle if you don't have discipline and you won't hustle if like, you know, that sacrifice is worth it at the end. Mm -hmm. Like, like seriously, like, I feel like this one, like just maybe it's because you and I were kind of brought up in an environment where like, you just make it happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Make it happen. And like, key phrase. Yeah. And it's like, and and when you have that mindset, there's good sides and bad sides to it, because Mm -hmm. obviously like 
we now have families, so we don't hustle the way that we hustled when we were in our 20s, right? Right. We hustle with priorities in mind mm-hmm. and that we have kids to come home to and stuff like that and, and families to come home to. We do have to put dinner on the table sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if not, you at least need to order DoorDash. Um, <laughs> so, um, but like, there's like no, like, I mean, my, my husband's infamous saying is there's no easy way to say to make money than to go make money. You know what I mean? Is I'll be like, but we just don't have enough. Like even when he sees the numbers and we're like, yeah, we legitimately don't have enough money. Like his response is not, oh my gosh. His response is, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like we, and I can go make it. that money. He's <laughs> like, I can see five different ways I can make that money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, and in that, what that sparks, that momentum and what that sparks is like, I don't get terrified anymore. I'm like, okay. He's just going to go for it and I'm going to help him figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. that's all it takes. You know what I mean? But like you, like at this point, like depending on where you're at, like you have to evaluate your life. Like, and I'll, t- and I'll say that there is c- different kinds of hustles. If you are a mom with family, like with kids, there's a whole other conversation I would have with you. I would say, okay, here's your business. Let's look at it in terms of the priorities of your family because mm-hmm. your family has to come first because if you and your husband are not okay and, you're, and your kids and your home life is not okay, it is going to flesh out in your business. Yes. And you won't be able to do it, right? Mm-hmm. But at some point, you have to hustle. Mm-hmm. And, like, and there's a way to do it properly with a family and without a family. If you're without a family – what are you even waiting on? Like, <laughs> if you're without a family, go do it. Like you set your plan. You like, you have your vision, do it. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about the family until you have the family. And you've already got an established business at that point. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But if you have a family, like, we, like I did, like when we did, it was like, we had the constant tension Darby and I did mm-hmm. of like, how fast does Darby run? Mm-hmm. And how fast do we move this stuff? Right. But like one of the best pieces of advice Darby got was from one his coach and his coach just said, Hey, when you're married and doing this stuff, he said, you grow in phases. You don't get the opportunity to just run for three years straight. Yeah. You run and then give back to your family. You mm-hmm. run and then you give back to your family. You grow in these stages. And that's kind of what our journey was is growing in these different stages. But we were never, ever shy of doing hard work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if, like we lived years, like in our gym, essentially, like we literally went home to our house to sleep, you know what I mean? And maybe make breakfast in the morning. Our kids took their first steps on our mats. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's how much we were there, but it was because we believed in the vision five years from now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now we're in a season where like we can slow down. Mm-hmm. Like we can take family vacation and it's not to say that we didn't take, we did all that stuff too. We still like, and, and like an app, like I'm telling you guys, like your guys' biggest, biggest things that are going to hold you back in this whole like scenario are going to be two things. It's going to be apathy and it's going to be, um, delayed gratification mm-hmm. and like, and missed expectations. Like those three things I would, I'll say three because you, you know what I mean? Cause I was like, there is like, there's three, you know? And like, and to be honest, like it's going to be, but all I want to do is sit on the couch today. Mm-hmm. get your butt up and hustle go yeah like you said ready you said set like when you're sitting in that in that driver's seat um, you know what I mean like you don't have an option mm-hmm. you know if you want the finish line you don't have an option to just let the car sit there yeah you can't you know what I mean you have to go and so like um and then on the flip side it's just that idea of like there's going to be the times that you just want to be like but this didn't happen in the timeline I thought mm-hmm. yeah all of us have been there yeah still get your butt up and hustle Mm -hmm. like put your big girl pants on put your big boy pants on and hustle yeah 
You know what I mean? Like if you're not moving forward, you're not just stagnant. You're rolling backwards. Like, so if you choose to stop, you're really moving backwards. And so make sure that that vision's big enough. If Darby was like here, he'd be like clapping because he'd be like, yes. Like, cause you know what I mean? Cause no, like there's nothing that frustrates me more then like hearing such an awesome vision for somebody's business because I'm such an empowerer, right? And mm-hmm. I'm such a person that's like, yeah, you can do that. Like, and then when I see like, to be honest, like I was like, I have a handful of friends right now that are sitting on tens of million dollar ideas and it drives me crazy because they won't just do it. Like they won't just freaking hustle. They won't make the sacrifices. They won't do the disciplines. And I'm like, you're going to miss out. And I'm really sorry about that because you like, I'm like, just go like, you know, but what if I don't have all the plans? Da, 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 da. Who cares? Just do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, anyways, I get crazy about it. One of my favorite real estate investors, um, his favorite thing to tell new people who are starting off. Cause I mean, there's so many different ways to invest in real estate. Just like there are so many yeah. different business ideas, but his favorite piece of advice to give them is it literally does not matter mm-hmm. what you choose. It matters that you start. Yes. Because you can make money investing in real estate in all of these different avenues. Mm-hmm. Who cares what you pick? It doesn't matter. Like yeah. <laughs> it matters that you decide on an avenue, you decide on something, and then you actually get your boots on the ground and you get out there and you start learning about this avenue yeah. and you start putting in the time and putting in the effort and like talking to people about it, meet people, go like get advice from other people who have been there, like actually put in offers on these Mm -hmm. different things. Like, and yeah, okay. That's specifically real estate, but that applies to literally everything Mm -hmm. in your life. Like there are so many fantastic business ideas. And if you already have a business or you're like a year or two into this, like you've already got one started, but even in business, there's so many fantastic ways to grow a business to run a business like it doesn't matter what you choose it matters that you do something yeah because you can so easily get paralyzed by whatever by fear by apathy by not willing to make the sacrifices like Amanda was talking about like there's so many different things that can paralyze you and then your business doesn't just stop it peters out and it dies and you're sitting there thinking well I had this great vision Mm mm-hmm what happened? I had this great idea. Like what happened is that you got paralyzed Mm -hmm. and you needed to get up every day and just do the hard work. Yes. We had a mentor back in school um, who would say to us, there's no easy way to say choose. Yeah. Like there's no like sexy or cute (laughs) or fun. Like it's just, you just have to choose to put in the hard work and that's it. Yeah. And then when, when you do fail or you do have like these unmet expectations, because let me tell you, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. You will work on a project and you'll be like, yes, this will be done in three months. And I can't tell you how many times Darby's come to me and been like, Amanda, I promise you I can build this in three months. And I'm going, okay. In my head, I'm already planning at least six months. Mm Because that's, and it's not because Darby's, anything's wrong with my husband. It's because everything, that's how it happens. Like yeah. you'll never meet an expectation. And so if you go into your business and going, okay, I need to understand that the vision is five years. Mm-hmm. So what happens in this week isn't like, isn't going to make or break five years from now, mm-hmm. but I have to do something here. And even if that means risking it and like, and 
you get, you know, quick down, quick up, you fail at the project that you think you should be working on, right? Mm-hmm. And quick down, you get back up. And what you do is you go and you sit on couches like us and you pour yourself a glass of wine and you tell your best friend like, hey, this sucks. And then you find the right people that are going to say, yeah, it sucks. And then they're going to go, but you got to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because if you guys don't have those people in your corner, you need them in your corner. You will quit your business if you don't have fans in your stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the only reason Darby and I got where we are is because we had friends like Emily. We have friends like our friends, Corey and Crystal. We have like the ta- the Tasha and Deans. Like we have all of these people that I'm just like name dropping <laughs> that like have believed in us over the years. You know what I mean? Like I remember... Like, I remember, and this will be kind of a fun shout out as we kind of wrap up. Like, I remember when Darby had the first idea of like, I want to write a martial, I want to, I want to start a martial arts academy. And I was at the time, it was like, I think it was after, yeah, it was in our first year of marriage. And I knew one of our friends was a really great financial guy. And I said, Hey, would you go just go out to coffee with him? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, okay, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And it was actually like the husband of um, the staff member I interned under like at our church, like, and so, um, and I was like, but I knew, like, I knew that they believed that we were capable, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like they helped, like, and I knew that. Um, and so, so he went out to coffee and when he came back, he literally looked at me and he was like, aside from you, that was the first human being who literally not only like saw my vision, but then said, oh, you can totally do this. Mm -hmm. And like, and in the hardest moments of like him casting that vision when it was hard, he went back to that conversation with Nick Marta. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? He went back to that coffee appointment and he was like, no, Nick showed me that I can make a budget and this can work. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? And like, and forever to this day, like people are like, well, how did you even start it? I was like, dude, hats off to Candace and Nick. Like they were some of the first people that believed in us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, and it's because of that, because we had those fans in our stands, like, you know, we are where we are for sure. A hundred percent. But yeah. Yeah. But you have to go, you have to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just start. Yes. There's this quote and I don't, I can't remember who actually said it. I think it was Bill Gates. I don't know. I might be terribly misquoting that, but it's that you severely under or overestimate, you severely overestimate what you can do in a year yep. and significantly underestimate what you can do in 10. Yes. And it's it, so true though. It's so true. It's like, so true. You set these expectations and these goals and you get a year in and you're like, oh my gosh, I've done like half of these. Yeah. But 10 years down the road, like you could like have built your business, have worked yourself out of a job in your business, be starting the next one, be living your best life. Like 10 years is... It's a, a lifetime. Like, it's funny because Darby and I used to do every year, and we, I mean, we still do it. Every year on our anniversary, we like take a trip, just mm-hmm. us, and then we plan out the next year's goals. Um, and this year was really fun because I didn't just look at 2020's goals for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to 2015's goals. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. What was on 2015's goals were beyond what we even thought was possible. You know what I mean? Like what, you know, like it was like 2015's goal. We're like, let's just get to like replacing our incomes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now it's like, we've now like sold a business. We've like, um, built a brand new facility. Like we're making not only our salaries, you know what I mean? That we make, plus we take care of five other families on our staff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like we employ people, which is like, I would have never thought in a million years, like in 2015 that I would be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm like, Oh, but what that does is like, it amps me up. Mm -hmm. It amps us up now to go, 
what really can we do five years from now? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when you get into that stage, then you're like, mind is like, like, because you're just like, all right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, and people would think, oh, they want like this million dollar home. But I'm like, no, we legitimately want an RV and sell everything and have some land so that we can have a homestead. We want to see how much money we can give away, Mm -hmm. not how much money we can hold in our bank accounts. You know what I mean? And that's like, it's a different level. It's abundance mindset versus scarcity, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the four things, um, vision, discipline, sacrifice, and hustle. And yeah. um, those are the four, I would say, not just foundations, but like the four key concepts that like yeah. if you're in either starting your business where I'm at, if you're kind of stuck in this place of hating your life in yeah. your business or just like not sure where to move forward, I would go back and re-examine those four things. Do you have a clear vision yeah. of where you're going, what you want your business and life to look like. Are you having discipline in your day-to-day and setting boundaries so that you can get the most out of your time that you're working? Is there something that you should be sacrificing Yeah, that you haven't been willing to let go of yet and yeah. that's holding you back? Or are you honestly just not hustling because you haven't been motivated for a long time yeah. and you just kind of let your vision and your dream and your business go stagnant? Yeah. For sure. And I would say um, even further, like if you're in our Facebook community and all that stuff and where you see this like podcast drop, whether it is like drop in the comments, like, yeah, well, one of those four areas are you like, are you struggling with? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you need encouragement? Like, how can we, cause that's, that's the whole point of this podcast is like, I want people to be like, yeah, I really am not motivated right mm-hmm. now. Like I, like I have it all. But I'm not motivated because I thought this was supposed to happen two years ago. Then I want to do a whole podcast episode about how we pump ourselves up and mm-hmm. and get on it. You know what I mean? Like and, and figure out ways to help you motivate yourself. Like that's the power of community and that's the power of what we're building, you yeah, know, absolutely. for sure. And so shameless plug, like obviously if you're not mm-hmm. in the Facebook group, get in the Facebook group. If um, no matter where you're hearing this, whether it's on iTunes, YouTube, all the things, you know, drop a comment, subscribe, all those cool things. Mm-hmm. Um There's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming. And thank you guys for listening because it's been awesome. I really appreciate it for sure. It's just started, but it's been been fun so far. So far. (laughs) Yes. All right. Wonderful. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Sounds good.